A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, and unfortunately, or fortunately for some of you, and I'm one of those people, it's fortunately, I am joined by the one and only Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brendan? How are you? That sentence started off way stronger than it ended. <laughs> There's so many positives and negatives. I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> I'm great. Always great. How are you? <laughs> I'm happy to be back after well. all this time. It is so much better to have his voice here as well. Um, I know that you all have enjoyed the last couple episodes uh, on both sides when we have been separate, but we are back together again, hopefully to uh, new heights and new things. We are on year two now, or year, not year two, year three now. We finished year oh, two. Wow. We had our second anniversary the other day. That was really cool. Um, so we have a new, new year. This will be a new season. So I think it's season five now will be the new start. And so we'll go through to the new year. Um, and it's been exciting to have all you and hopefully we'll get new people along the way. Um, and, uh, we are in new places, at least for me, Brendan's still in the same old place, uh, at least for now, still working on what's the next stage for his life. But I am in a new space, as you can see, with the wood background and everything. Uh, I'll do a quick spin. This is my new room. <laughs> I am, of course, as I, the last couple episodes been saying, i have off to a new job in New York. So it's New York to Dublin instead of... Uh, Cleveland. <laughs> but we're not going to change the name, so. No, we are not. Here is my lovely bed, my uh, half closet, the door, and then, of course, the dresser. And you're back to me. So, yeah, quite a small little room, but it'll do what it needs to be done, and uh I am uh, glad there's not like three other bunks in here and six other guys because that would be ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so uh, so today on our podcast, we are going to be doing more hot seat questions. Uh, basically, we uh, haven't been able to communicate very much well because of internet issues and all that stuff. So we haven't had time to like start to think of ideas and stuff. And Brendan's using all of his creativity on his book, which will come out very shortly. Cheap plug. Uh, we will let you know that's when that's out. <laughs> we'll let you know when that's out so you can get yourself a copy. Um, first read the first book, I believe, and then this is the second book, but uh, you can find the first book in the link in description. so buy one of those. Um, and uh, but we are going back to our old roots asking more hot seat questions. So let me find a good music here. Uh, yeah, the game show one. Let's do that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Brendan, if you were in trouble, who is the first person you would contact for help? Oh my goodness, yikes. Probably Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, it's me again. <laughs> it's me again. Oh golly. Um, I don't know, it depended who it was. If it was something like that I needed physical help for. Probably my younger brother. Um, we, 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 we've helped each other out with some interesting scrapes over the years. Um, but if it was something more emotional-based or mental-based, I suppose, either a very close uncle I have, or maybe even you. 
As long as you can tear yeah. yourself away from uh, your summer camp kids. <laughs> um, I think on my end, it would be uh, if it was like a how to do something, it would probably be my dad or maybe even like the camp directors or stuff because you kind of need to know what you're doing. So, and I hardly ever know what I'm doing, so I always have to be asking for help of uh, figuring out stuff. Um, but in like serious trouble in terms of like uh, maybe emotional or whatever those kind of things, I think Brendan is definitely high on that list of going to and asking about. Um, and uh, I have other friends, my family, those kind of things. So my family is big is a big part of that of when I have an issue or something's going on, I go to them and they are very good about giving advice and stuff. But I, there's a good chance I won't have anything to do with like being arrested because I'm not dumb, so I shouldn't have any of that kind of trouble. <laughs> Pride comes before the fall. <laughs> uh, yes. Fly in right. the window, killing type. Yep, no worries. He's killing a fly. Yeah, um, but while you're killing a fly, what is your favorite season, and why is it your favorite season? Well, golly, it used to be winter. It used to look like the Christmas lights and the coals mm. and all that crack. Um, now I'd probably say summer. Um, I actually... I don't know, beaches and pools and all that crack used to just totally disinterest me. But uh, silly but surely over the years, they have grown on me. Mm. And uh, I like actually during, you know, really hot days, taking students out of the school building and, you know, doing class on the grass, uh, which is not a drugs reference. I mean, like, doing it in a park or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, outdoor class, having some fun. Um, and, uh, you know, sunshine just makes people all cheery. Now, we had a very, very rainy summer this time around. We actually had a hotter <laughs> autumn, and it only began, like, five days ago. But, uh, probably summer. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, I would probably say, uh, I think that the usual answer I go with is either spring or fall, um, because it's usually milder temperatures, it's not very extreme heat or extreme cold. Um, the leaves changing, whether the leaves are growing or the leaves are, uh, are dying, um, are both very pretty. Um, I think spring is probably my, my more favorite, because it usually means that summer is around the way, and it's like, uh, winter is ending. Um, usually spring's pretty terrible where I live, but uh, it's, it is exciting because something new is happening and winter is gone and in the past, so probably lean towards spring. Um, if you could know the answer to any question, what would that question be? Oh, golly. Um, this should not sound morbid, okay? It's in Moses, Sam, and the Duke of Sam's people. But probably the hour of my death, when I die, I think um, I would actually operate to make every single moment count. I do try, I do. Um, but I think there's something about knowing the time, where if you didn't fall into total and utter despondence, um, you'd really motivate yourself and actually appreciate, okay, you know what, we're not immortal, at least in these bodies. Uh, you do actually have to uh, just say, you know, carpe diem, seize the day, and uh, maximize your time while you have it on the earth. Yeah. I think you stole my answer, 
Uh, you gonna pretend it's an original. I'm gonna attempt to, uh, to, to do maybe a different question. Um, and I think it might have to do with the longs of why did, why, why does God allow, like, certain things that seem very bad to happen, happen? Like, specific detail-wise. Um, so for instance, why does our lovely, uh, our lovely president, Joe Biden, get to be put in charge of America when we all know that Donald Trump should be our president? Um, those kind of things that, uh, like, why does those, why do those things just happen? Like what, what redeeming value do we see out of that? And, you know, sometimes a good thing called time comes along and we see why, um, but a lot of times we're just like, that just seems like a really bad thing to happen. Why would that happen? Um, so knowing those kind of questions, they like specific details wise, not like I understand God is always working through all those things and always working them out for his good. But knowing the specific details at the beginning of the issue coming along would make it a lot easier to, to live through it. Um, yeah, so that'd be an interesting question to have answered. Uh, Okay, what is one of the best gifts someone has ever given you? Oh. I was Christmas shopping last year, and I walked into um, a shop called Penny's. It's like our cheapest shop in Ireland for all things clothes related. And I saw... I did have it beside me, hold on. <laughs> There we go. A big fleecy. It's like marble, but it's like a big onesie, and it's the softest thing I've ever felt in that my life. It looks amazingly soft. It is. And wow. I just said to myself, I'm gonna buy this. And then you know who I saw also shopping in that clothes shop? My brother. I didn't know that I was there, and I was not supposed to know he was. So I just said, if I put this back on the rack, he is going to see it. He is going to buy it for me. And he will have the best time of his life watching me open on Christmas Day. And that is exactly what happened. Every T crossed, every I dotted. And I was like, oh my goodness, I never knew this even existed. And to that day, he had not even known I was in the shop at the same time as him. But it was just ridiculously fleecy. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so... <laughs> Mine was also a Christmas gift uh, that was given by yours truly, Brendan Thomas Merritt, which is this lovely, awesome lightsaber. Uh, it was quite a uh, it was quite a big deal this summer um, because everyone was like, oh, "Where did you get that lightsaber fun? It's amazing! It's so cool! Like, I'm just so jealous. Where did you find it?" And I was like. I don't know where it was found, but my friend from Ireland bought it specially for me. And they're like, oh, we have my a podcast? friends would never buy me things like that. It would be so expensive. They would never do that. So uh, he probably spent all $5 for it, but it was so amazing. And everyone thought it was amazing. So. <laughs> and that's when we plugged our podcast, yeah? Yes. That's why we have so many new views. <laughs> I said you could go watch me open it on one of our episodes. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like, just start episode one, you'll, you'll get to that episode eventually. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, next question. How would your best friend describe you? Oh. I know. My, I, I've, I've got different best friends. I've got a best friend in every area of my life. Yeah, which is um, nice. Yeah, and I think some might say funny. Some probably don't think I'm all that funny. <laughs> um, some might say loyal. Some might say that I have more faces than I could possibly count. But I think all of them would probably say wise. If I had to give a word, they would say wise or something along that line of knowledgeable or attentive. I think it would it would come down to somewhere in that region, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think people describe you behind your back. Um I think they would describe me as intense and very serious. Uh good qualities. They are good qualities. They can be taken out of context or out of control. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um yeah. I do think there's they would say some people would say I'm funny. Um I think some people would say I'm I'm very wise and someone like an an older brother esque person, which is a an, I was there was a bunch of people that said that this time, and that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing most of the time. It's not a good thing when whatever girl you like is you're interested in and she sees you as an older <laughs> brother. Not a good thing. But when every you, other like person sees you. Yeah, yeah. You get a nice. Uh, you don't even get friend zoned though. You get brother zoned, which I've. I did not yes. realize that was a thing, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> like the worst thing you can call a Christian. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What is one of the best jokes you know by memory? Oh, um. Well, I once read a Christmas cracker joke, and it said, <laughs> I must say, knock, knock, who's there? That's not how it goes. <laughs> it says, what do you get if you cross Santa Claus with a detective? Okay. And the answer they gave was Santa Claus. I didn't think that was all that hot, so I decided to change the punchline myself. Okay. So... What do you get if you call Santa Claus with a detective? The answer I gave it, which is so much more superior, is Sherlock Ho Ho Holmes. But I'm <laughs> your delayed Sherlock. reaction clearly shows how you really feel. No, it was, <laughs> it, was, was it was the delayed internet reaction, of course. <laughs> right, of course, of course. It's all right. The Mine's much worse. Fine. Mine's much worse. So don't worry about it. Uh, Worse. What did the, great. What? Mine's much worse. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Take it off what, my glasses. You don't have to look at you lying them to me. <laughs> what did the green grape say to the purple grape? I've heard this recently. Probably from you. You're bruised. Were you beaten up by your husband? <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, calm down, breathe, breathe. Oh, I remember not laughing the first time you said Holding his breath, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I forgot it, because it wasn't Yeah, it's not good. That's the best joke, because that's all I got. 
Remember he said earlier, guys, that some people said he was funny? Yeah. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Knowing what you, what you do now, what advice would you give yourself five years ago? Five? When I was 22? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not that young. 24. <laughs> I think with the pandemic, I keep thinking I'm like two years yeah. younger yeah. than I am. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm 25. Actually, I'll be honest, when people ask me what age I am, I say I'm 26. Um, okay, what I do? 24. I don't know what I was like when I was 24. I think... I think I was emotionally immature. I think I was carrying a lot of unresolved pain issues around. Um, and it definitely impacted relationships in my world at the time, which were supposed to be incredible blessings in my life. And those people aren't there today. So I think I would probably, if I could go back, I would <clears throat> right, sit myself down, give myself a stern talking to, and uh, very seriously say, brother, you need to get your soul wounds healed. Have a bit of a heart check and deal with that one he's dealing with because otherwise you know what things you're praying for and things god answers and sends to you they're gonna slip through your fingers they're gonna appreciate them and you're not gonna have the capacity to hold on to them yeah 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 well do you tell younger logan <laughs> uh i think there's there's definitely some similar Similar things there of mm. working more on emotional maturity. Um, emotional damage. Yeah. Yeah. Working through that stuff and not just pushing it down. Um, mm -hmm. I think I would, I would tell myself to work at summer camp more often than I ever. And like, you're going, it's going to help you later on. Um, okay. I had absolutely no desire at that age. Um, I think telling myself uh, how to be to to grow more in patience and um, to build more friendships, uh, not only with other guys like heavily, but also being able to have friend good friendships with girls because that's not something forever like all of my life I've not been able to do because there's always. You either get interested in them or they get interested in you or they're just super awkward or weird. Um, but like the last couple summers being able to work exclusive, not like, or extensively with women for a whole extended period of time and being able to build those friendships um, that wow. are just friendships and being an older brother and encouraging them and caring for them and not in a romantic type of way. Um, I wish I had more of those when I was younger because that would help me now. Um, yes, have more experience there. So, I think that, that area would have been very helpful. But. Mm. All right, uh, last question for the episode today: Do you have a favorite sports team, and what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give me your answer? Why don't I give my answer? Uh, I'll just say Ireland. <laughs> Why not? He cheers the World for Cup. I might watch one of our matches if we make it. <laughs> He, he cheers for Ireland. Yeah, go Ireland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole of the country. 
so right now I am uh, I'm not in between teams. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm actually going to cheer for. Uh, I I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan as much anymore because they're they've been stupid by hiring terrible human beings. Um, and my favorite player now plays for the New York Jets, and ironically, I live in New York, so maybe I become a New York Jets fan. Um, but I still love the Packers, and so Packers are probably my favorite team. And football's about to start. I'm about to have a fantasy draft as soon as we get off this call. So uh, yeah, it'll be super great. Uh, picking all these random players and hoping we win a championship. I won two last year, so let's win them again for the old Gipper, as they say. Um, but <laughs> with all that being said, let's get into our Bible time. You can, of course, find us at FromDublinToCleveland.com. Uh, we have a new website, so go to FromDublinToCleveland.com to find us, and you can list all the episodes there. There are all 97 of them now. This is an episode 97, so we're three away from the big one zero zero. Uh, going to be a celebration, of course. We're going to have to come up with something big for 100. Um, we'll meet up in person. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> no, that's and episode by we, 200. We right here. That's episode <laughs> yeah. 200. Don't worry, guys. Episode we'll start saving up for a night. <laughs> If you'd like to help us get to Dublin or help us help me no, get to Dublin, no. you can do it. Our parents listening to this who are like thinking we're corrupting their kids. It's like Christian <laughs> fans. If you'd like to help us be in person, you can donate on our Patreon page. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon page. <laughs> Just buy our shirts and boots, people. Help us that way. <laughs> Uh, of course, they, we have t-shirts that you can buy if you are so inclined. Uh, Brendan's book is in the link in the description as well. Um, and you can, of course, support us that way. You can follow us on Facebook at From Dublin to Cleveland. Um, and you can follow each of us. Um, I am Bananaman17. He is Brendan Thomas Merritt on Instagram. Um, and you can also white watch these. Memes. White hot memes. Yes, they are pretty white hot. Um, like what was the one today? It was something about, uh, we have delivered your baby. And then the person responds, no, we want to keep the liver. <laughs> White hot memes. <laughs> and I posted one earlier, but, um, you know, they like Netflix are infamous for like, you know, race swapping characters. Like they had, a uh, the Greek, oh, yeah. um, Queen Cleopatra mm. uh, yeah, of yeah, Egypt, yeah. and they were like, "Oh no, she was definitely black," and just kind of like, you know throwing like you know African American leftist values on a uh, Egyptian yeah. culture, and then they got sued for it. So uh, I came across one recently, <laughs> and it was like a fake advertisement for a Netflix show called George Washington <laughs> of a black man wearing his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word <laughs> and I've just posted like you know like 10 of those in the last week alone some people wow. are probably thinking oh my goodness what's this guy's problem or we yeah. have like a really really great singer here called um, Sinead O'Connor crazy lady made weird decisions but uh, world famous for her voice but uh, <laughs> I posted one today you know at Netflix a crazy show called Sinead O'Connor but again, it's a woman who just like has been race swapped and looks completely and utterly unlike her. 
white yeah. hot memes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, we will get into our Bible times. Now, we are in Genesis 41. Um, we are, of course, talking about Joseph and uh, Pharaoh's dream. Um, and so, I'm not going to get into too much reading of it, um, but basically, Joseph uh, has been in prison. He's thrown in prison because of his, first of all, his brother sent him to Egypt. They sold them into slavery. And then, of course, he rises up into power into um, Potiphar's, uh, family and starts to rule in their household. And then Potiphar's wife just goes, Oh, lay with me. And he says, absolutely <laughs> not. And, uh, eventually gets thrown in prison because she frames him for sleeping with her, but he didn't. And so he's in prison and he has these two guys come the Butler and the Baker, and they both show up and, um, have dreams and Joseph interprets them. And of course you have the baker who ends up executed and the butler goes back to the palace and the butler forgets everything to do with about Joseph for a solid two years. And the verse in 41, one just says, then it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream and behold, he stood by the river. So two years go by of him being in prison. Um, and it continues on where Pharaoh has this dream about these, cows and these stalks of grain and fat cows getting eaten by skinny cows. Um, and so it, it goes through of Pharaoh not being able to get an interpretation to his dream. And then of course, the Butler remembers Joseph calls Joseph and Joseph says to him, look, my interpretations are not from me. They are from God. Um, his specific word says, it's not in me. It's not me, but God will give Pharaoh an answer. Um, so how, uh, I think the greatest part of that is God being able, or F Joseph being able to point directly to God in front of Pharaoh. Um, and his heart took a long journey to get to that point. And there was a long, a lot of things that happened to Joseph, but God was gracious through every single step of it. And eventually in one day, he goes from the prison cell to the palace door as second in command. So Brandon, any uh, thoughts or comments you'd like to uh, add, subtract, uh, correct <laughs> onto what I said? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to correct uh, all the biblical references you made. <laughs> I joke, people, I joke. Uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, it's incredible. It just takes God one day and you go from zero to hero. Um, and what I really like here is <clears throat> in Genesis 40, which is when Joseph interprets the dream of the cupbearer or the butler mm. and the baker. Uh, okay. The baker is not so keen. He's basically told you're going to die. The butler is over the moon. But, um, then Joseph says to him, um, remember me when you're back at Pharaoh's side and tell him, you know, we know what I've been through and yada, yada, yada. It's a big sob story. And I think intuitively he knew that his gift and the cupbearer, the butler, were somehow going to be the key to his eventual rise to power based on the dream he had in Genesis 37 of his brothers bowing before him. But when you see him standing before Pharaoh two years later in Genesis 41, 
he's asked if he can interpret dreams, and he says, no, I can't. But all the glory goes to God. No sob story, no sob fest, no emotional manipulation. It's a 100% God thing. And as a result, he's given the name Zaphanet Panea. God lives and God speaks. And I think, and listen, I'm not one of those people who says bad things happen for good reasons. Bad things happen because we have a devil who hates us. And he has a big army who despises us. But God uses wicked things to prune us, to strengthen us, to bring his will about. And, you know, Logan mentioned earlier, Joe Biden. Don't worry, guys. God's got all worked out, and he will eliminate your enemies because he's a good God. It's what he does. He, those who put themselves in a place that they should not be in, that they were not voted in, that they don't have the authority to be in, he makes low. But the humble, he exalts. Um, so, you know, there is no 46. It's only 45 people. This is as high as the presidency number goes. Um... And in Joseph's case, you know what? There was still a lot of sadness and bitterness and perhaps um, control within him in Genesis 40 when he's in the prison. But I think after being forgotten for two years by his ticket out of there, he knew that God was the only way he was getting out of there and being put in that position. And suddenly there was no more self in him at that point. No more bitterness, no more rage, um, no more um, arrogance even. Yeah. Just total reliance in that moment on God. And uh, again, it's the humble that God exalts. So um, if it's a case, you know, for any of you where you feel like you've been forgotten, put on a shelf, that you're in a, an emotional or mental prison and you've been there for years, you feel like, Everyone else's prayer is being answered. Everyone else's lives are moving forward and you're stuck. You're going nowhere. God sees you. Amen. And you can ask him today, God, what is it you're doing in my life? Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe he'll, he'll answer you through the word or a vision or a dream, or he'll put someone in your world to encourage you. And you just have to stay the course. If you persevere, you will bear fruit. You will reap a harvest. Don't tag out. Don't give up on God. Because if the enemy is invested in trying to destroy you, you can bet your hat that God is not done with you. He is for you. He loves you. Um, In your tomorrow, things are so much better than they are today. He has an appointed end for you. Plans for good, to bless you, to prosper you, to give you hope in the future. He is the father of the heavenly lights and the giver of good gifts, good, perfect, and pleasing gifts. That is your portion. So hang in there. And if you want someone to stand with you in prayer, drop us a line at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to stand with you in prayer or even write us underneath the YouTube video. And just know that all of those requests will be prayed over and brought before the throne of grace which is where we find help in our times of need. Amen. Amen. Amen.
So you all can, of course, find us at our Instagrams. You can follow all the great memes on Brendan. Uh, White Thomas hot memes. White hot memes. <laughs> Brendan has his finger on the pulse of the meme world, so stay with he him. He really does. He'll find he has sent post tons daily. Uh, so yeah, stay with Brendan. He'll he'll lead you to comedy gold, of course. Uh, so it's been lovely seeing you all. Lovely, um, lovely being able to speak with you all, and uh, that we're both back together in the same room. So we'll hopefully get back on a pretty Great regular joy. basis of doing this. Um, and thankfully, the internet is now working, and it's it's all good here. So uh, thank you all for joining us today. Hopefully, we will uh, see or hear from you shortly, and uh, you'll hear from us shortly as well. And see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, friends.